Mixing in the old bio Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rock fishing show Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly fishing and hunting show, and welcome to Kane Radio, FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And Rick, uh, as we know, each Friday, these are the fine people that are the reason we're here. Oh, yeah, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, and Home Run Pizza. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number is 337-367-1240. You can also listen to us online at www.com. K-A-N-E-1240.com, and anywhere in the world we stream our services. And if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in uh, downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor Ta- Victor's Cafeteria, yep. which is open. And, Rick, uh, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what you got? Tony, we got a few good reports. They're catching a few fish, uh, but I think that's going to be short-lived uh, around Sherrington, uh, Amarada off the river. But uh, I went and scouted a few days for the tournament, and I had a little medical issue came up with my with my parent, and uh, I couldn't go. But anyway, the uh, the water, it, it's... It's hard to, to explain, Tony, but it's the, the water has set so long, and I, as we know, it's fell like, what, about four feet in, yeah, in two weeks, which it, is it, it it's, dropped it's pretty crazy. Quick. That's probably Mike calling me right, right there. All right, yeah. let's see about that with, with that. Good morning. You're on the air with Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Yeah, Mike Sinatar. How y'all doing? Hey, good morning, Mike. How good morning, are sir. You? Good, good. I heard y'all talking about the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's crazy, Mike. Yeah. We were out of Benoit uh, Wednesday. Okay. Uh, uh, we had 21 boats, and I think the, the scouting that people did, uh, fishermen did, Right. Uh, they didn't do too good scouting, what I hear. No. <laughs> so that kind of affected the turnout. Yeah, uh, right. Anyway, people, people caught fish. So uh, uh, let's see. First place. Went to Austin Terrio and Gavin Savoy, three fish for 7.06 or 473, and they also had big bass, 3.09, worth another 105. All right. Second place was Brad Romero and Raven Owen, three fish for 612 and worth 284. And then third place was Paul Westweber and Braxton Westweber. Three fish for 5.44, worth 189. Okay. Uh, we had five three-fish limits out of 21 boats. So oh, wow, it was yeah. tough. Yeah. Uh, a lot of black water, sinking yeah. water. Yeah. Um, but uh, the next one will be out of Marshfield. All right. Eight, seven. Okay. All right. Now, a couple so. weeks. Uh, yeah. And uh, what was, uh, for the people who were catching fish, Mike, uh, uh, what was working for them? Do you know? Uh they they were uh they were tight lipped. Really? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh I am sure it was some kind of uh, maybe one of the teams was some kind of backwater, you know. Uh-huh. Uh and the other the first and third I have no clue where they were. So Okay. All right. 
Well, anyway, uh, so uh, we're going to be out of Marshfield uh, in, what, uh, 12 days? Uh, Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And uh, with that, so I uh, look forward to you calling in again and let us know uh, oh, yeah. what goes on with the Wednesday night hog fight. So uh, we All appreciate right. uh, your appreciate calls it. each uh, every right, other week. Thank you, Thank brother. you, Mike. Have a safe weekend. Thank you. Uh-huh. You Bye-bye. too. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Anyway, interesting, too, uh, Rick. Uh, well, this, you know, we were talking about the water, and, uh, you know, Mike called in on cue. And, uh, of course, they're out of Benoit. Yeah, the water, well, like you said, we, we call it the black water, Tony, and then when it drops so fast, it's, uh, it, it's just it, it's a bad situation. The water just comes down too, too daggone fast, you know. And uh, like I said, they are catching a few fish. Now, it's not bass, but Sokolay uh, around Sherrington. And then the height of the water too, I think, is a little higher than, than what the uh, you know the the, the 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 poles are saying, you know, or All right. with the you know what, the way they measure the water because it's dropped so daggone fast. I mean, you know, it's like pouring water out of a glass. How much water, you know, how much is coming out of that one time, and what you know the level, and it's uh, it's just hard to call. And then the, the nearest gauge is up around Butler Road, so you're looking at a day, and then it comes over here. Excuse me, at that level, so. And then at Butte La Rose, it's either higher or lower than it is over here. So, it's you know, it's kind of tough. But like Mike said, it, it was tough. Uh, I went scouted. I caught a few fish, very few fish, but uh, a lot of a lot of black water. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. when I headed to Baton Rouge, uh, set, uh, I should say Friday evening, to do the Catholic High uh, Parkview Baptist game. And I was trying to notice, uh, trying to be alert, though, driving, right. just to see the boats in the Henderson Swamp, places yeah. like that. Didn't see a lot of boats. No, it's, it's the same same issue over there, Tony. Like I said, the water, you know, uh, with the rain and everything, the water came up and it just sat. Now um, I'm hearing the projection or seeing also come Wednesday, it's, it's going to, well, you can see it. I'm looking yeah. at your paper right there. It's, it's going to, and I, who knows how high, to, you know, because up north, in Illinois, you know, Minnesota. Yeah, the water's getting ready to drain. Oh, and I mean, they're getting the with the snow all. melt, and they, they yeah. call a lot of rain, you know, in the Midwest. So all of that drains down to Mississippi. And oh, it's, you're it's right about branch, that. Some of it's going to branch down through the basin, I guarantee you. So. Yeah, we're looking at, as of this morning, uh, May 5th uh, at 6 o'clock, the, the water was right at about 9.5 feet at yeah. the gauge. So uh, 9.64, yeah. exactly. So, uh, so if you can get to go this weekend, I, I would try to go, Tony. You know, Sunday's supposed to be a decent day. And uh, I talked to one of my friends before when I was walking in here, and I told him, I said, man, you need to, you need to go, you know, put down in Sherrington and go get you some soccer lay, you know. And uh, he was worried about the weather. I said, well, you'll be right by the land, and, you know, if it gets bad, you just put down in Sherrington and fish right there. Sure. So, anyway, you know, they're, they're biting right now, but it's going to be short-lived, you know, after, uh, after Wednesday. Yeah, and uh – and with that, uh, with the water moving back up again, this is it, it happens this time of the year, you know, with the time snow the year, melt, Tony. the water draining yep. out through right. uh, the Mississippi. Of course, like I mentioned last week, at least uh, yeah. uh, the USS Kid is not in dry dock. Right. <laughs> you know, the yep. Mississippi River is back up to and the actually, levels. And actually, Tony, I'm, I'm amazed right now that it's, it even dropped, you know, the way it did uh, for like two weeks, you know, with, with all the, the rain up north. But it's the water is coming, you know, it's going to uh, – then I noticed when I crossed over Sherrington the other day, they're doing some work on the levee over there. I mean, they had some huge equipment over there. Okay. So I don't know what's going on with that, but they're, they're working on it. Uh, I don't know if they're building it up, reinforcing the levee or, you know. So I, I got an idea that, uh, you know, they or they have an idea of what's coming. So they're probably right. getting, getting ready for some high water, you know. Well, Rick, with that, with, with you going out, you said did a little scouting, you weren't able to fish, but in the tournament. But with regards to what was working, uh, or well, or what wasn't working. Okay, 
I'm going to tell you, I rode more than I fished. Okay. Like Mike was saying, it's to find some decent water. Oh, okay. And, and it was, I mean, it, the water, you know, when it, when, it, when it smells, Tony, and you have a lot of bubbles on it, we call that black water. It, it's just hard to catch fishing, and they were few and far in between. The fish I did catch was on spinnerbait. Okay. You know, we had spoken about that, uh, white chartreuse and blue, and uh, Colorado with a willow leaf blade. It's uh, put out by Humdinger, quarter ounce. But like I said, they were few and far in between. And uh, sometimes that's just the way fishing is, Tony. It's good, it's good to be out there. And uh, when I tell you I rode, I, I, you know, I, I probably rode 50 miles, and, uh, and it did cover a lot of ground. But it's just the, the situation right now with the basin being at the level it is and then dropping that fast, it's just the, the water – you know, uh, it doesn't have time to stabilize, you know. It's just all the bad water, when it drains that fast, the bad water's everywhere. Did you see many people out there when you were out there? Not really, okay. uh, Tony, because I I'd went uh, Monday, and uh, I didn't see a, a, a lot of people. I seen a, a couple of boats, you know, later on in the afternoon. Once guys sure. start getting off, they start going out because the tournaments are in the afternoon. So, Anyway, interesting, too, uh, with that. So, uh Anyway, appreciate Mike calling in oh, yeah. uh, each uh, yeah. week. They have the hog fights, which is every other Wednesday. Uh, right. And that's going to be in Marshfield. That's right. right. To the end of uh, August, I think their championship is August 26th, 27th, somewhere in that regard. So uh, that week. Anyway, uh, in the meantime, I was looking for some results, too, from the uh, Redfish tournament. Didn't see anything. They had their second tournament last month. Uh, and okay. uh, I was hoping maybe to gather some information from them but with guards to uh i did see uh something in the iberian uh shoop uh was out there at marshfield for the uh big bass classic the jackie savoy big bass classic and you know it's a it's a popular tournament and uh yeah. you know the benefactors are the lydia cancer society and uh the acadian hope for a cure so uh and they raised, from what I understand, uh, a good uh, $5,000 or somewhere in that vicinity, maybe a little more. But yeah. the effort was there. But they didn't get a whole lot of boats, Rick, that they thought they'd receive. You know, they, they had a little, a little over 30 boats. And uh, I can recall, uh, you know, before the uh, pandemic, there'd be 70 boats, 75, 80 boats out there. Tony, so, I want to uh, say one year, Elvis, you know, I, I helped him in, uh, back in the day, of course. Now, you know, when – and conditions has a lot to do with everything, sure. Tony. Right now, the lake needs to be addressed with that grass situation. It's killing a lot of fishing spots. A lot of spots, Tony, you can't even get to, you know. So that that discourages you. And and hopefully the uh, wildlife and fishery they'll they'll get it under control. And uh, yeah, because at one time, bro, I want to say the most boats we had one year was eighty nine boats, you know. And Elvis wanted so bad to bump a hundred. That, that's the closest yeah. we got, you know. Sure. And, uh, but that was uh, we we raised some money that year. Oh, I hear and you. And it too. is a lot of work, Tony, to put that on. And, oh, and it oh, all, oh. you know, back in the day, we gave funds to the Boys and Girls Club, always to the Lydia Cancer Society, which you know that that's uh, up up front and upmost that, that you know he he believed really believed in that. And uh, but it, it you know a lot of a lot of people, a lot of uh, organizations, should I say, you know, they benefit from that, which is a good uh, a good tournament, you know. Yeah, we gave them a lot of pub, you know, uh, here at the station on oh, each yeah. Friday, yep. letting people know about that. And That's right. uh, yep. of course, uh, you know, it, it, you know, when you're out there, the people that are out there do enjoy the activities, and they had a live band this year and other things that took off. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, while they were the best fishermen returning back, uh, heading back, uh, 
during the eight-hour weigh-ins and all that began at seven. Uh, the Big Bass Division results, they paid out 190, 115, and 75. Uh, the two-year-old uh, five-fish uh, stringer division paid out $775, 465, and 310. And uh, Lakes Forest Points, uh, uh, bigger bass mostly played hide-and-seek, as uh, we found yes. out Wednesday yes. uh, with that regard. Yeah. Uh, in the five hours were won by a bass weighing uh, less than three pounds. So, yeah. uh, you know, as you mentioned, there's some work to be done out there. And uh, Yeah, that grass is bad, Tony. It's, and, you know, uh, the artificial lure manufacturers, they were out there in force, too, and they responded uh, uh, this year so much that they put in nice stuff into the ditty bags and all, you know, when you're registered in. Yeah. And they give you a ditty bag and all, and they had an assortment of artificial lures uh, it valued almost $100, from what I understand. That's so right. uh, yeah. it was a good event for all, and it's a great event. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure they were a little disappointed, hopefully, maybe to get more yeah. boats out there. Well, but, the uh, lake, you know, the lake, the lake will come back around. They, they restock, you know. not Well, they, they added to the lake. Yeah. I guess you could say stocked is what I should have said, that, you know, with the fingerlings. And it, yeah, it'll take a few years. And that's right. Once they get the grass right. Uh, that's right. Because, Tony, there's, there's areas that I love to fish. You can't even get within 40 feet. Because really? Of because of the grass. grass yeah it's uh and it's three foot tall and you just can't yeah. you can't do nothing with that you know it needs to be sprayed and get back under control yeah and like mike said you know the wheels turn slow but they're working on it and yeah. uh, we're talking to, you know the different that, that's one way to run your trolling and, motor too well no you can't even do you, yeah it won't even but i'm talking about the grass oh yeah up above, above the water above the water yeah, yeah it's it's just just uh, uh it's, it's bad, Tony. Yeah, just amazing. Anyway, uh, the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission met yesterday uh, up in Baton Rouge, and uh, they were considering adopting a conditionally approved amendments and final approval notice of intent, some rule changes uh, on the quadrupeds and along with the bird rules and regulations and including uh, some wildlife management area hunting rules and regulations. And uh, I looked last night, maybe it's something that come up and what they talked about. Uh, or just thoughts and uh, with that even date adjustments for the hunting season and all in 23 24 24 25 with the uh, migratory birds and uh, the adjustments but couldn't find anything uh, with that Uh, even the wildlife fishery site i thought maybe after the meeting they might have posted something uh what they uh did uh, hopefully next week we could see but they did receive and consider declaration of emergency to saturday the opening date in the 2023 spring shrimp season in all remaining inshore waters uh, uh also they received a summary they finally got the survey back of all the surveys of the red drum so i'm curious to see right what the, they their feelings are with the opinions they got from the people out here uh, and uh the fishermen and to receive a report on the uh you know the legislative session they they you know our representatives and senators come up with uh ideas and rules about the uh, hunting and fishing and everything else i know uh our local rep, Bo Boye, has got uh, his uh, bill in line with regards to uh, Marshall Island yes, and uh, relieving some of the tensions out there in that regard. So uh, that's all real important in that, uh, too, Rick. You know that as well as I do. And uh, yeah. hopefully uh, that can come to fruition where we can see some of that change uh, where it's affecting uh, some of the areas out there. And hopefully uh, we can get things a little bit better in that regard. So, uh that, that that's a big guy, a big thing. So uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Tony, a big issue today. I was watching a show yesterday, just to just to touch on it a little bit. A lot of landowners, you know, I, I don't know if they don't realize they don't own the water because the guy was right. trying to run a person off from fishing right behind his his camp, 
you know, and, and the guy was trying to explain to him, look, I've been fishing this river for 30 years. I'm not on your property. I'm in the river, you know, and it did. It got pretty heated, you know. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, I just, you know, I understand both views, but to me, if the guy don't get on your property physically on land, I mean, you should just leave him alone. Like the guy says, sir, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I'm not uh, bugging you. I'm not on your property. I'm just here to fish, you know, and yeah. the guy kept on and on and on, well, you know. I'll, so, look, I'll look at it. Anything navigable, you know, it. other than a pond. Right. You know, that if it's yeah. a navigable waterway and yeah. where I drop my boat uh, at a landing or whatever yeah. the case may be. Right. You know, uh, I, you know, a lot of people claim, oh, I dug this ditch in this canal and right. this is my water. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I see, Tony, just, just to reverse that also, and I'm not going to name no spots, but not far from here, they got gates that. And to me, that's just not right. How they letting them do yeah. that, I don't know. You and know? It's, it's a big issue here, but it's not a big issue when you go uh, east of us down in uh, LaForche and right. uh, those areas where it canals. really gets yeah, yeah, uh, a lot more canals. Uh, irritable for a lot of fishermen yeah. who go down there with the uh, landowners uh, with yeah. their feelings about that. So, so that, uh, I guess that's going to always go back and forth, Tony, but I'm like you. If I, can, if I can navigate it and fish it and I don't touch your property, and I don't throw litter or do anything. I'm just fishing, you know. Yeah. And like the guy told him, sir, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I've been fishing this river for years since I was a kid. And, you know, he said, you can call authorities and they'll tell you the same thing. As long as I don't touch your property, I'm fishing. You Boy, know? you're right but anyway, about that. But anyway, when you brought that up, I just yeah. thought about and that. And it's, it's, it, it can get ugly, like you said, Rick, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. in that regard with people uh, feeling that uh, – it's it's contiguous to their land to the water and that they feel it's theirs and uh, a lot of insight into that of course and uh, well my family's on this property forever and Mm -hmm. we uh we're gonna uh anyway but the guy he's just fish of course again they feel that's their kind of fishing hole and you till you take you know when they fish from the land or whenever and you're taking their fish out that spot since bass pretty much a territorial but that's going to be an ongoing saga uh, you know i guess i just i don't know well, we'll find out uh, sooner yeah. or later. That's <laughs> yeah. something else that needs to be addressed. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's time to take our first break. You're listening to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. We'll be back with more right after this. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. 
Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256 5783. That's 256 5783. Hi, this is Boxcar Bajlow, inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Swyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes, and we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367 1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by the Coca Cola Bottling Company, GolfBalls.com, and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kangaroo, and Sugar Oak. So let's make a tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to uh, Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. You know, Rick, uh, the expanded red snapper season is only three weeks away, man, and uh, for you folks. So uh, an opportunity to fish, you know, every day uh, in that regard. So it's something that uh, the good people up in Baton Rouge, uh, of course, uh, with uh, the the commission uh, opening that up and adding another 125,000 pounds on for red snapper, uh, what an ideal situation! Well, they so, must have uh, a lot, you know. Yeah, uh, and you know that's that. And, and I say again, Tony, we said it before. It's good that the state gets to regulate now instead of the feds. You know, yeah. it's just to me, it's a better situation. Well, I mean, the the, the state people, the biologists, and all noticed that it was three to one in the difference with the. Uh, yeah. The estimates and all, uh, if the federal government thought it was 100,000 uh, red snapper, the yeah. state came back and said, no, there's 300,000 yeah. out there. And, you know, Tony, 9 out of 10, the state's got to turn in the, uh, the, the, the footwork or the paperwork to the feds, you That's see. Right. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it, I, I think it's just better. Anyway, it's just, uh, you know, something uh, to see. And uh, speaking of that, you know, I mentioned a little bit earlier that uh, hopefully uh, – we can see some of that survey. It'd be nice. Hopefully, oh, that'll yeah. come out shortly. And uh, again, that's something else I was looking for, not only this morning, but yesterday, and couldn't find anything uh, with regards to what the survey had to say. We promoted that for a good four to six weeks. Oh, yeah. You know, here on the air, and uh, people get to it, go to the website, fill it out. Yep. And uh, I'm curious to see uh, what the survey has to say with regards to that and of course the state itself had sent out 10,000 uh questionnaires uh to uh licensed fishermen here in the state and uh hopefully uh, a good percentage of them uh might have answered that and uh hopefully our guys that do the uh, redfish tournament you know the SFA tournament hopefully they they got into it and oh, let yeah. the uh the commission know how they felt and what the goods and beds and uh, things that can change or help uh, enhance uh, not only their tournament, but redfish uh, here in uh, this in the state of Louisiana. So uh, it's interesting, Rick, how, yep. how that's going to all transpire. So, uh, oh yeah. In the meantime, uh, you know the CCA Star Tournament uh, uh, is right around that's the corner too, at, yeah. man. That starts Saturday, May twenty seventh, and you know it's one of the largest and richest saltwater fishing tournaments in the country. It's offering over three quarters of a million dollars in prizes. The tournament spans the entire Gulf Coast and is open to all type of anglers. And if you fish saltwater, man, the star has something for you. Uh, with that, the four winners, uh, they've got, man, they've got opportunities. If you're a kayak, you want to fish from the bank, 
of course, you got to be a member and you got to enter the tournament. Right. Uh, those are the keys. So uh, the CCA uh, star. And uh, with that, uh, anyway, just to give you an idea, the kayak division will receive soon. Uh, uh, even the winner receives a new kayak, man, valued at $2,300. Yeah. They'll unveil a product this summer when a bona fide uh, reveals to the word. So that's the kayak people. Yeah. And the yellowfin division returns for the second year with also a new prize. The angler with the heaviest yellowfin tuna will win a brand-new fully rigged golf cart uh, from uh, people, uh, Interstate Batteries of Acadiana. And, you know, the tag redfish is always the big opportunity for a brand-new uh, uh, Chevrolet uh, pickup. Right. Uh, I mean, now, that's the first one that's caught, right, Tony? Am I that's right? That's right, the very first. Yeah, first. Okay. you got to be registered. Well, yeah. And you got to because uh, yeah. one year they had a guy catch one. He wasn't registered. Well, a lady caught one, you too. You know, yeah. and uh, there are 100 tag redfish, and I'm yeah. pretty sure they spread them out in the oh, four yeah. divisions, 25. Right. I guess they put 25 in each division. Well, yeah, they should. I'm guessing, yeah. you know, to keep it fair. Yeah. Of course, our division runs from uh, Morgan City to Intercoastal. Uh, okay. And that's where we are going to fish from. And as See, we I just mentioned, learned something. I didn't know that. As okay. we mentioned, so. uh, they have uh, a young man's one, that uh, Chevrolet mm-hmm. Silverado, uh, fishing out there to dry reef. That's right. And so he caught that tag redfish. And uh, don't think if you catch a tag redfish maybe from two years ago. Well, I was fixing <laughs> to bring know. that up, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to win something. Yeah. It's only uh, the tag redfish with the dated tag but redfish. But I'm sure it's uh, got the date. I'd probably, yeah, you know. It does. Yeah. It does. And those redfish are usually, I don't know, what, two pounds, something like yeah, that. Yeah, about. They're small. That's right. You know, they're not the big, uh, big uh, redfish that you'd catch and all. But that's yeah. heavy silverados out there, folks. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, of course, the second registered angler to catch a tag redfish wins an RV. And uh, and the third angler wins a uh, 19-foot uh, Nordic Star Bay boat, I mean, with a Mercury outboard. And, yeah. I mean, these prizes go on and on, oh, yeah. folks. And uh, if this prize is acclaimed by the angler, uh, and from what I understand, too, they're, they're going to have a lot of other opportunities for people. This is something new, too, that uh, they're going to have a blue tag redfish blue tag. that will be in the waters as well. And anyone who catches one of the blue tag, <laughs> check this out. All right. We'll get a year's worth of beer from Michelob Ultra. Man. <laughs> Man. I know some guys that are bar lizards, man. They ought to enter the tournament just oh, to, yeah. shot to win yeah. a blue And the ticket's what, Tony? 30 bucks? Yeah, something it? like that. 35, yeah. I think. Yeah, 35. Yeah, yes. with membership and that's then the right. ticket. Yeah, that's okay. right. So yeah. It's a, yeah, it might cost you a couple bucks, but, well, man, the opportunities, man, are yeah. just – I mean, they got a lot of people spill more than that uh, in $65. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, it's just something, folks, uh, and you can fish from the shore. I mean, I think the last couple of years, uh, some guy over uh, has fished from the shore and won nice prizes, yeah, he man. He did, Tony. Uh, That's right. You know, catching, of course, he caught a four-pound, five-pound spec. Almost a five-pound spec two years in a row. Yeah. But he's registered. And right. Anyway, of course, uh, and there are over 25 competitive divisions of the star with the speckle trout division being the top one and uh, second and third place finishes in each zone take home 5,500 tackle packages uh it's just a great time rick and still oh, the yeah. easiest way to enter your kids it's your kids and grandkids into the youth division which is sponsored by academy sports plus okay. outdoors yeah kids 17 and under fish the tournament for free with their current cca membership and they can register uh, a speckled trout or a sheep's head or 
at participating way stations or email a picture of the seat to the CCA or to be entered into the drawing for one of four 14 boat motor and trailer packages. Right. They're also eligible for all the adult division prizes too as well. Yep. But Just got to enter a fish. That's right. And you must be a CCA member to participate in the star and the entry fee is only 35 bucks. Okay. To register as well, uh, see the complete list of divisions, way stations, sponsors. That's all on CCA uh star dot com. So uh yeah. just an opportunity for people, Rick, and That's uh, a good I encourage gig, man. them. Oh, You're yeah. right. If I was gonna fish it, I would really uh buy me a ticket. You, I mean you you got oh. to, Tony. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you can't catch the fish and then go get the ticket. So that, that's right. That's know. right. So uh with that folks, get in there and get in there and fish and uh what more can I say in that? And that regard? starts what, Tony? It's three weeks, right? Yeah, May twenty sixth. Yeah. 26th. yeah. Anyway, uh, our bad boys of the week, uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, uh, fishing guides. I've seen a little clip about that, Fishing guy. Yeah. You know what? One of these guys yeah. they caught yeah. was one of the first bass, big bass angler fishermen uh, of the country. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to mention the name. Okay. I know who he is because yeah. he's married to a friend of mine's sister. Yeah, I read the article. And uh, right. he lives up in Manny, but uh, they cited a 36-year-old from Mansfield, a 33 year old of Manny along with a yeah. uh, 73 and a 31 year old, a 38 yeah. year old from Pollock for not possessing fresh water charter boat yeah. fishing guide yeah. licenses. And Tony, from what I understand, it, it, it's pretty stringent. Uh, I mean, dude, if you're going to guide, just get your license. You know, you, you know they're charging these guys good money to, That's to right. guide, you know. That's so right. That's right. I just, uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, they gave them a one-year grace period where the uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries agents educated the public, issued warnings to charter boat captains for not possessing the freshwater guide license, and the agents have begun uh, issuing citations. So if you're a guide, you better get on it and get your charter guides about need to acquire that freshwater charter boat license uh, prior to planning any guided trips and uh, the freshwater charter boat fishing guide license brings a four to nine hundred fifty dollar fine and up to one hundred twenty days in jail. That's so, right. uh, yep. anyway, uh, before we go to the tides, just want to give this quick story. Last Sunday was a sad ending. What been of a banner weekend for professional bass fisherman Byron Adams. A 41-year-old angler from uh, Georgia was competing in the National Professional Fishing League tournament on Reitman. Patman uh, Lake in East Texas, and he fished well enough, brought it in a three-day event, won it to weigh in, was April 23rd. Adams had the heaviest total weight bass and was looking for a $100,000 payday. All right. But the devil is in the details, and fishing is no exception because when the uh, National Professional Fishing League uh, tournament organizers did their due diligence after the weigh-in, they discovered that Adams did not have a valid Texas fishing license in his possession, and Adams was disqualified for the event. Man. That's kind of sad. You know, uh, anyway. Uh, technicality, uh, you call it. Yeah, yeah, just a simple and honest ah, mistake, dog, but it cost him $100,000. Wow. Not having a Texas fishing license. So, folks, when you go not fishing good. in another yeah. Get state, your license. make yeah. sure you have a license in the state you're fishing, even though there's some, uh, uh, yeah. I guess, and you see, uh, if he'd have been on Toledo off. being Tony, he'd have been good because yep. it's a dual, a dual right. license. But that anyway, so, yeah, but not, you know, yep. Just a, lost 100 grand. Wow. Bad break. Yep. yep. Today, Friday, the 5th of May, the sun rose at 622. It set at 747 tonight in the high and low tor- uh, tide chart. The high tide will be at, was at 536 this morning. The next high tide, 207. The first low tide, 1114 this morning. The next low tide at 1007. Tomorrow, Saturday, the 6th. 
the sun's going to rise at 621, set at 748 in the high and low tide chart. The high tide will be at 630 uh, Saturday morning, the low tide at 1044 p.m. Uh, uh, Saturday, the uh, uh, 7th of May, uh, the sun will rise in southwest pass for Million Bay at 621, set again at 748 in the high and low tide chart. 629 and 7, 10.44. Temperature in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay, 72 degrees. It's yep. warming up there a little bit there, Rick, as bit, always. Right. Anyway, uh, Rick, as always, we want to thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah, we've got to thank our sponsors. Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always. Kids that hunt and fish, don't steal and deal. 